Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. What is one thing that you thought the pandemic would have forever changed in your life, only to find out, as we are now on the back end of it, that it didn't change it? So I thought it would change forever. And now as we are back to what is likely normal, it didn't change. Right, right. You're going to be like, I knew it. I told you so. No, what? Um, working out at home. So I went from working out at the gym. Right. Pretty much five days a week before the pandemic. Then everything closed, bought a Peloton, and I was like, well, I'm never going to go to the gym again. This is, like, where it's at, right? Right. And now I find myself kind of longing for that gym time or, like, an in-person class. Right. And I'm still working out at home, but I do I do miss going to the gym, and that, do, that actually surprises me. Well, it doesn't surprise me, and I'll tell you why. I think... We are are social people, and for a while there, we didn't feel very social because of what we were afraid of on the outside, right? right? And now that we realize that we don't need to be afraid anymore, I think, well, not everybody, but I think a lot of people are social, and that is part of your social life, mm-hmm. is going to the gym. That's yeah. what, I think people like that. I think that's why... They've hung on and they've done so well. I think that will, I think John at, at JP Fitness is a great example. He's expanding. He's expanding. Right? Yeah. I know that's so exciting for them. And, and that's one of those gyms where it really is about the community. It's like and a, the environment and the, the whole experience of being there. Would you call that a boutique style gym? Yes. Yeah. I think that's what they would be considered. Right? But they're, I mean, with their new location and their expansion, um, they're quite the force I've, locally. I, I've always said this. If I ever was serious about getting into shape, that would be the place I would go because that they have not only great facilities, but they have the people. And that right? makes a huge difference. Because I know, and I'm not picking on anybody here, but there are a lot of the uh, $10 a month <laughs> gyms that don't necessarily have that staff. Right, and, right. And, and that's why you get that bargain price. And I think that that lend, lent itself to people working out at home, right, thinking right. like, oh, I'll just keep working out at home because, you know, I'm not missing any kind of an experience. Erin um, Haddlestead, who I did her bar and Pilates classes for years and years and years, um, she just posted on Instagram yesterday, if I bring back in-person bar classes um, is that would that be something people were interested in? And as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I what? miss in-person bar. And I subscribed to her online videos, and yeah. they're great, but it's just not the same. What was the response over overall? Yes, everybody yes. everybody Pe- would like to yep. do that. Yeah, yep. people want the in-person classes back. So um, that that is one thing that I've recently discovered is that I miss working out at a gym or a, a fitness studio. Do you think there's a lot of pelotons for sale? Uh, not 
yet, but I bet there will be. I bet there's a lot of Pelotons like mine that are like, yo, where'd you go? (laughs) Hey. In Peloton's defense, they offer a lot more than a bike, and they do a very good job with the community, the online community that they have built. Peloton is excellent. Yeah, I will say that. I know that that their company is going through a lot of turmoil right now. Right. And that has a lot of users a little bit nervous about, like, what future pricing could look like for subscriptions and things like that. Um, I follow a lot of Peloton accounts on Instagram. I know. So I, I know. <laughs> it's a kind of a deep dive. Um, but yeah, it is. They have really good content and really good instructors, great music. And I mean, it's state of the art. It was, uh, well, through the pandemic. Now, now I'll say this. Peloton instructors have always had their own following but the pandemic made some of them superstars. Famous. Literally. Famous, famous. You saw them on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. And you they became household names for a lot of people. Yes. And they, they, they actually got endorsements and advertising campaigns. I mean, literally, they went from relative obscurity to, to super famous in a few months. And, and they're collaborating with clothing brands yeah. and not just workout apparel. No. I know. And they have offshoot brands of their own and podcasts and they're writing books. And right. it's really incredible. Isn't it funny how for that time, there was a period there that we thought our lives would forever be altered. And in some ways, they will be. But I think overall, we're coming out on the back end of this much like we went in. I think the part of us that will be altered is probably more internal for a lot of people. Sure. Like yeah, you I could see you that. changed as a person right. through the pandemic and a lot of the things like working out at home and watching movies at home it was convenient and I'm glad we had those options but I don't need to do that anymore. I honestly believed if you would have asked me a year and a half ago I would have said movie theaters are done so. Yeah. And they aren't. No, they're not. No. Not at all. And we, as a matter of fact, we took Clara and Noah to see Sing 2. On Christmas Eve. Yeah, and it was a great experience. And there was a, a, a packed house. And she has a big screen TV with all the services, you know, Disney Plus and everything else here at home. But she likes to go and see movies on the big screen. Yeah. I... It's the experience they've built now. And they adapted well with the more comfortable chairs. And they're just more accommodating. Those chairs are real comfy. Yeah, they are. But you're right. I would have said movie movie theaters and like watching new releases at home would be one of those things that would change forever. And I and I don't think it has. No, I, li- I think it it fit the need at the time. Right. But it's not necessary anymore. The one thing for me that stands out was uh, professional sports on television. When they went away and there was none, I was like, I don't miss it that much. I found other things to do. I wasn't I remember you saying that. I wasn't going to work. And I'll tell you this. They were smart enough. I mean, especially like the NFL. They were smart enough to recognize that and come out of the pandemic guns blazing Uh to make sure they didn't lose anybody. Do you think that that had anything to do with Tom Brady's unretirement? No, I, I you think I, that was a, I, that was just him being like, yeah, eh. that's him. I mean, I think he had a lot of pressure, I think, from family and stuff. But I knew as competitive and 
as capable as he still is, that he was he would be back. Did I not say that? You did say that. I, I said that. I said he'll he won't he'll play this year. I, I thought it would be in San Francisco, but you know, he's he's back with the Bucks, and I think that's a good fit for him, and I think they stand a very good chance of going all the way again. I saw a meme this weekend that was like Tom Brady had a few Sunday a few Sundays at Trader Joe's and Whole Foods and he decided to go back to work. That uh, honestly <laughs> Well, you could tell because he waited and he hemmed and hawed, you know, and he couldn't figure out what he wanted to do. And the guy is, and when people call him a freak of nature, he's not, is what he is, is a guy who has taken really good care of himself. He works very hard and he's yeah. incredibly dedicated. And he has a, a nutritionist, a personal right. trainer. These are guys that are paid millions of dollars that you and I could never afford. Um, I, I got his book on tape. And I didn't finish it because it got very, very boring. But a sports lover would probably be fascinated by him um, talking about his training and nutrition and just how regimented it is and how hard he's worked his whole life. Yeah. I mean, people who don't like him because he's successful. That's, I mean, if you, I'll, I'll tell you this. If there's one thing I've learned through life, success breeds animosity. Mm -hmm. It just does. That's so. If you're successful and people don't like you because you're successful, that's their problem. To quote the great Taylor Swift, haters going to hate, hate, hate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Taylor Swift, I think, is a great example. And I'll tell you why. Because she's never done anything wrong. No, and I mean, especially not to anyone like she, that we know personally. Right. She's kept a pretty squeaky clean image Consider throughout her career, especially considering yeah. how young she was when she skyrocketed fame. And believe me, uh, having almost you know, you know uh, three decades in radio, I can tell you how corrupt the entertainment oh, yeah. industry is. Well, look what Scooby Brown did to her. It, yeah. Don't get me started. Yeah. On let's tea. not. So yeah, I thought that was an interesting you know topic of discussion. I saw brought up the other day because there was when it was happening. If you go back two years ago now, well, while it was unfolding and then even beyond that, I think a lot of people were like, well, I'm forever changed. And there was a lot of good changes. I think, well, there was the great, what they called the great resignation, where a lot of people quit their jobs and went on to do other things. And it didn't revolve necessarily around how much money they made even. It was what made them happy. And I think people I got better at identifying what made them happy, what was important to them, and then acting on it. Right, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, it, it was an interesting discussion. I think a lot of us can relate to that. There was there was something that we thought was forever going to change. Uh -huh. And then here we are as we get back to more, quote, unquote, normal. And uh, in reality, we're just still who we are. It's funny. I had not thought of that, but it, it is a great question to ponder. And I'm sure now that we've discussed it, right. I'll think of more things. Sure, you will. You will. It'll, it, and I think that that's all... Uh, part of the process of, you know, getting back into a normal mm -hmm. routine. I, mean, I think you're one of uh, a great example uh, of a, like the people who went on to find a better work option. Uh-huh. Right. You love right. your new job. It's what you always wanted to do. You have freedom, right. To be creative yeah. and then bring it to your boss who appreciates what you do. And you have a great work environment. It you is. Have, you, you work with great people. But I think, it was, yeah. it was a leap to quit a job that I've had, right. that I had for 13 years. I agree. Yeah. You know, working for the same company and and deciding to do something in a completely different industry um was a leap, but yeah. I I felt like I was ready for it and I'm really 
grateful that I took the leap. And I think that there's a lot of people in that in in similar situations right. where they're like, I know I'm not happy doing what I'm doing. And I'm actually going to do something about I, it. I, it's funny. And it goes back to what we we talked about when we started the discussion. I think gyms are a great example of what everybody thought. Oh, they're done. Nobody's ever going back to the gym. They'll get all these home workouts. No, it's the social aspect of it. And I think with professional sports, it's, I mean, to me, it's the best entertainment on television. For me, again, that's only me. And and they know who I am and the guys like me, and they were hot on it when they realized that they may lose people, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that, uh, you know, through a a brilliant marketing campaign, they've brought themselves back. And I am as in love with professional and even college sports like college football as I I ever have been. And I love it. I look forward to it. Are you going to watch the basketball dealy? Which one is the basketball (laughs) dealy? The tournament. Oh, the NCAA. I don't know what the rules are. Can we say that? That is, well, it's March Madness, but it's, uh, it's just, again, it's, it, it is what it is. I will follow more when it gets closer to the 16, eight, four, and then the national championship. I am not one of those guys who will fill out a bracket. I got invited and get crazy to like a bracket contest. All that, all that you did. Invited to a bracket contest, and I was like, I got it in my email, and it wasn't from a coworker; it was from someone else. And I was like, Did this get? Did I get on this list accidentally? No. Well, here's the deal: (laughs) when you get into a lot of that stuff, it's like with fantasy football. I've said this every year: when you have coworkers that invite you in and you're really not vested, they're just doing that to sweeten the pot for themselves because they know that you stand no chance of winning. That is probably how I got on the list. That is honest to God the truth. And I got invited to a March Madness like kickoff party later this week. <laughs> is, it, I, is it during the day? It's during the day. Well, that should be fun. Well, I'm not going. I have a, I have a, I have a meeting. Well. And I was like, why are you inviting me to a... What, was March it Madness if, if it was co-workers <laughs> it wasn't it, was, it wasn't oh. it was uh business associates i guess you would call got them it. but got um it. i i think it was again just probably them being nice well the, the, the <laughs> adding me to a list the ncaa basketball tournament is super fun to watch there's always drama right there's always drama and uh it's something that helps bridge the gap from the super bowl to the start of baseball and then once Major League Baseball takes over, it's a long haul into the football season again. Now I know it's the th- longest. Yeah, well, I, I well baseballs, you know, it's 162 game season. Forever. So they, they play a lot of games. Uh, hockey. Let's not forget about hockey. That's very popular in this part of the country. And the Mavs are just kicking butt. Yeah, we're in Minnesota, where we have we live in a town that has a really good college team. Now that's not covered nationally very much because. College college yeah. hockey is a small demo, uh, not like college football or basketball at the Division One level, where you get what you're feeling now, right, with the with the tournaments and all the hoopla that goes with it. So, sports for me, going back to the gym for you, that's just a couple of examples of things that we thought we would ease up on or perhaps set aside during the pandemic. But now that it's over, 
And please don't at me with the the pandemic's not over stuff. No <laughs> I get it. I get it. No one's adding anything. I get it. I get it. I get this it. This is but, a safe place. But you know what I'm talking about. And I think that a lot of us are finding ourselves going back to what we would consider a pretty normal routine. And I like it. It feels good. It does feel it good. It really does. Speaking of advertising and marketing, have you heard of the new digital screens that are going to be seen on the fridge doors at, well, they're testing them out in some of the Walgreens? On on the coolers? Yeah, on the cooler doors. Oh, no. It, it, they're actually called cooler screens. That's the name of the company. So <laughs> as you approach, again, we, you, I don't know if we're going to see them here in southern Minnesota, but they're testing them out across the country. So when you walk by the refrigerated doors, uh-huh. it's digital ads, and a lot of them will be ads marketing the products that are behind the door. So oh. whether, uh, just as an example, and I don't know if this will actually come to fruition, I'm just using them as an example, but let's say Gatorade, right? Sure. Let's say there was Gatorade in the cooler, and they would then have targeted ads mm-hmm. on those door screens versus just the clear glass where you look through. They will be targeted running ads. Sure. And companies will pay for them. A and, lot, and I co- bet. And cooler screens and both those guys in Cooler Screens have worked out a deal with Walgreens where Walgreens will get a piece of the action as well. Oh, So the, it go, we always talk about how we're so inundated with advertising. I think that's almost a futuristic step in that direction again as they continue to, to evolve and find ways to target us. The next step to that will be it identifying you as a shopper well, and suggesting something that they know you would like to they, buy. They say that they will monitor what comes out of the oh cooler. Do you understand? It's, uh-huh. it's going to be the Google effect. That's what That's it will be. Wild, it is. So when you reach in there and you grab that, and they know what has been advertised on or what was being there when you grabbed uh-huh. it, that all of that, it's all those and analytics. Your phone will be, is connected yeah, to the Google 100%. app, connected to the Walgreens app. One hundred percent, they're going to be teaching you about products they want you to buy, and then they will be seeing how effective the ads are. Like when you see something come up in your social media feed, you'll basically see it until you buy it. Yes, because they've got correct. You, you are in the algorithm, and, and they know you've yeah. either Googled something or said something or followed an account related to. And then they target you with the ad and they keep serving it to you. Right. Until right. until you take action on it. You can't search anything. You notice that? Because then oh. you're done. We have a, a mutual friend who lives in Las Vegas and her daughter's getting married. And she posted about her daughter's wedding on her Facebook page. Right. And she said now all of her social media platforms think she is getting married. And she's getting served ads for wedding planning and wedding photographers and okay. wedding seamstresses. Full disclosure here and i'm going to i'm going to reveal something <laughs> about myself and, uh, and it falls into this but i i recently went out and i i did some clothes shopping right i bought i went out and bought some nice stuff i, I needed yeah. some nice clothes there's nothing wrong with that and when i looked at myself in the mirror i'm like oh god i wish i was a little bit more tucked in around my midsection right and i know that women wear spanks yeah. Right. And that's a thing. And I was like, they, and I was made aware that they do something like that for, for men. 
right? And I was like, you know what? So it's a dude where you get these like biker shorts. I looked it up. They're like like boxers that are that are firm, and then they go up high like the mom jeans. Like mm-hmm. we 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 wanted we know why women liked the return of the '90s mom jeans, right. right? It talked everything in. Absolutely. That's and there's nothing wrong with that. So I looked at these things, these these Spanx type <laughs> things that they sell for men, and now, God <laughs> help me, I'm afraid to log on to any social media site with anybody else around because the one that is specifically targeting me and I don't know how this happened is it's called something like round bum and it's a butt shaper for, I, I'm not making this up and it won't leave me alone I want to google it, it so bad and it, but I can't and it I won't can't. leave me alone and I'm like oh my god is this what? Why? And all I was looking was for like something that would like, you know, almost like the uh, the the belts that I wore when I was in college stocking groceries. We had these belts that the compression, yes, like the... yeah, to support your lower back. Yeah, right. And we would like them because of the Velcro, and you snug them up, and it made your waist look really thin and tight. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Apparently, they make stuff like that that men wear now, like that are equivalent to what women do with. Spanks, uh-huh. right? So, anyways, I'm being attacked by some round bummer or something like that. <laughs> if anyone Googles it and wants to screenshot it and show it to me, that'd be great. It, I'm not Googling it because ju- I don't want it following me. Oh, around. it's it, it will. It will absolutely. There, there's you can't search for anything. Oh, I want you to get some and wear them, and so you can realize how god awful compression. It has to be uncomfortable. Are. It's horrendous. I can't even imagine wearing that in the summer. It's uh, it's terrible. Right? Because that's just got to be solid sweat underneath that and itch, right? I've never worn anything like that. I don't so itch. But... If, I, if I break down and, and buy a round bum product, <laughs> I don't know if that's what it is. I don't, I don't know, but I think it's something like that. And it, I just was like, oh, God. You know, now this won't leave me alone. And even if I I tried hiding the ads, you know, it's like hide this ad, right? And then well, they'll ask you why do you why are you hiding this? Because it's irrelevant. I don't want to see it. It's offensive. Whatever. I'm embarrassed. But they don't. <laughs> but they don't stop. So it's not working. Round bum has my number, oh. and they and and they're not letting go. How many celebrities do you think use things like that, like the Spanx or the men wearing the defining? compression type stuff how many of the celebrities when you see them at like events and stuff where they're all dressed up are wearing that stuff probably a lot a lot of them they're held to very high standards right male and female celebrities i I agree with you i would say they're all kinds of tucked in and probably severely uncomfortable oh god yeah i mean i'd be willing to bet a, a bunch of those like when they have red carpet yeah type stuff they cannot wait to get home or to the after party or wherever they're going to change and then go out after because I mean it's they've got to be just smashed which in some is of that sad stuff. right I know because they shouldn't be under a microscope like I, that I agree with you uh, this is an this is kind of off topic but as long as we usually get to this part of the show you know we close it on that thirty minute mark or we're thereabouts anyways we we talk about some Hollywood type stuff we both love entertainment. Right? Yeah. Now, why, how do you think we wound up in the industry well, we're in? Well, I feel like disconnected 
from entertainment since I'm not working in the (laughs) entertainment industry anymore. So So you're going to have to fill me in. So it it, it feels good to be behind a microphone again. It does. It does. (laughs) I know. And And I miss it too. Like when we did morning radio together for 11 years, it was, we would, you and I would literally sit down on a Sunday night and be like, God, I can't wait to talk about that this week. We have so much to say. We got so much to talk about on the air. <laughs> well, here's one for you. And this was, this was brought up, and I thought it was a pretty interesting conversation. Is there a celebrity that you find attractive that doesn't necessarily fall under those oh. guidelines? And I, I'll give you one example. Like an unconventional. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll give you one example for women, Pete Davidson. Yeah, no. That's a no for me. Right, but but he obviously, Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah, I'm guessing he's probably a great guy. He's run the gauntlet. Yeah, and he's he's funny, and he's probably super nice. So for he's, you. It's just not right. my, my jam as far as just being like, oh, I think he's attractive. Be, before we get to your Do you have awkward one? celebrity appeal, crush, I, I don't even think we need to use the word crush, but it's somebody that you think is attractive but you can't quite figure uh-huh. figure out why i'm dying to hear yours well, well we'll get to it but what do you think it is about pete davidson um i i, 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 I genuinely just, think he's a nice guy do you think that's and what he it is probably treats people really well do you think that's that, that i he, do that he has that big of a personality yeah i think he's funny i think he's charming i i mean i don't know pete davidson but i'm just guessing that it, that he's probably a good guy it must be some i don't know what it is it, but I always thought the same thing about David Spade. I could never figure it out. Oh, yeah. yeah he, I mean, it's, he it's, ran the gauntlet with some of the best looking during his time. Sure. Right? I used to love David Spade. Go back 20, 30 years ago. He was he was yeah. roaming around with yeah. the Christy Swansons, the Heather Locklears. You know, he, 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 he had a, a good run. <laughs> so having said that, can you think of one that you find attractive, but you can't quite put your finger on um, why? Gosh, that's a tough one. I I think Jason Bateman's really attractive, but I'm not the only one. You are not the only one. But he, I mean, I don't know. Like he's not like John Hamm. God, women love John. You know, Hamm. as far as like the conventional, like tall, dark, and handsome. Like the and by the way, John Hamm is Don Draper from Mad Men. Um, unconventional good looks. Right. What about um? Ted Lasso, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, he's cute though. That's a great example though. But he's not. It's again, it's not that traditional, like conventional, tall, dark, and handsome that you, you know. Right. He's not a. God, I can't even think of celebrity names anymore. What's wrong with no? But well, that's how long Jason Statham. (laughs) Yeah, oh, Jason Statham. Yeah, he's like those were all Jasons. Jason Sudeikis, Jason Statham, (laughs) and Jason (laughs) Bateman. But it's. Jason Statham has he like dates supermodels and stuff, he's, doesn't well, he? Well, he's married to Rosie Huntington Whitley. Yeah, yeah, right. Who so, is literally a supermodel? But yeah, I would I would say that like he and John Hamm have more of that right, like conventional. What you would expect? What you one thing that you would yeah, I mean that would you if somebody said oh my god that's my celebrity crush you would expect it to be somebody like that. Yeah. Okay. Now who's not yours? not Pete Davidson or or Jason Sudeikis. Although a lot of women love Jason Sudeikis. I it's don't know. Ted Lasso that they love. And Jason Bateman. I don't know what it, there is something about I don't know what it that. is about Jason Bateman, but. There's something about that. Chicks love him. Yeah. Okay. Present company included. Right. I know. These <laughs> girls just, and I like him too. I like both those guys because I think they're fantastic actors. I like the roles that they play. And I think they're very good at it. 
Uh, for me, uh, women, and I thought about this because I was sitting there, you know, this top topic got brought up and I was like, who's one? And I, I don't bring it up a lot, but I did think of one and it goes back years and I've never been able to put my finger on it yet, but there's something about her that I find very attractive. I think she might be older than me, actually. Spill it. Cheryl Hines. Do you know who she is? Didn't she play Larry David's, Larry David's wife, wife on Curb Your Enthusiasm? Oh, she's excellent. I but there's something about her. Oh, she's so good. And her personality. And then when she and I don't know her looks, it's just all kind of blends well, right? And I've always thought that Cheryl Hines is an attractive, funny, and she's just got like this charisma. Yeah, about she's her, right? great. That's a good and, one. And I always thought, I was like, why is it? And I remember, because I haven't watched that show extensively like a lot of people. Like, I know people, because we it's on one of the services we have. Uh, that was a Showtime show? I can't remember where. Why well, I, I never I followed it, is, it. But it was funny. I, I watched a little bit of it, and it was funny. So, and uh, I and again, years ago, I started following her, and she, and she pops up in my feed still to this day, and she's doing things, and I'm like, that's the girl from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> and when you look at her, you'd be like, no, but I think she is actually older than me. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even, even know, know how old she I don't is. Even know, but but she's but... great. And not to like com- continue just objectifying actors. Um, <laughs> well, why not? But they're not listening. So whatever. <laughs> Can we just chat about Ted Danson for a second? Of course, Ted Danson from Cheers. He was Sam Malone. What? And now he's, but he has taken over. He's done very well since then. He's done so much good stuff. He's extremely attractive. When when he was at that age, let's let's go back to the eighties, right? Was what, he like a huge heartthrob? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That, and because Diane Chambers, who was played by Shelley Long, mm-hmm. during the eighties, I couldn't figure that out because she was maybe it was the character she played because she was so proper, right? Did guys love her in the eighties? Uh, she was not the symbol that Ted Danson was for women. Now. Interesting. Because we're, we're, we started watching Cheers from the beginning. And we love it. And I had seen it when I was younger, like with my parents, they right. loved it. But watching it from the beginning and watching all these characters develop is, it's an excellent show. Right. I think that they, uh, Shelley Long specifically p- played that very pretentious you know, She's well, great. well, edu- great. I loved it. I loved the character too. But you haven't, we haven't got to the point where Kirstie Alley took over as Rebecca. Right. I do remember her because yeah. she had this big hair. So, like this big personality. So. <laughs> right, right. So, anyways, odd discussion. And I don't just, know why, but I just tried to think of one that was kind of off the wall. And Cheryl Hines was the one I thought, you know what? That's an odd one that would probably throw people for a little That's a, a good loop. one. And I couldn't figure it out. Right. I was like, oh, well, maybe it's, she has a per. She's got just this personality. I, I don't know what it is. I can't figure it out. But she's very. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't. Again, it goes back to I don't know well, why. Yeah, it's that. What What did the French call it? That je ne sais quoi. <laughs> I don't it's the it factor. <laughs> like you just can't put your finger on it. But it's like there's something about him. Oh man, I know. Well, anyways. We've knocked that out of the park. There's actually we get some. We got other cool stuff too. But we'll no, get, we have like. Maybe, we have so much tomorrow. to talk we have, about. We've been watching some shows that we right. want to tell you about that are super good. So maybe we can do that tomorrow. There's we've, some more hot goss. Yeah. Hot, celebrity gossip. Hot, hot goss is what we call it. <laughs>
That, that's the honest to God truth. Remember, you can find us, and will we start your work day every weekday, Monday through Friday? The podcast launches at 6 a.m. Make sure you let your friends know, especially uh, if you're part of the Army that listened to us in southern Minnesota for years together on the radio. So, anyways, 6 a.m., Monday through Friday, we launch. Make sure to subscribe, right? Because then you'll get a notification. That's the best way to uh, have us wake you up every morning. You'll get a little buzz on your phone that says our episode is live. um, And it's really helpful if you leave a review and a comment. It helps other people find us, uh, which is what we want. So we can continue waking up with you every morning. And search us on Facebook. It's just George and Jess Podcast. Yep, and Instagram as well. And Instagram as well. And we have George underscore Jess one on TikTok. We're everywhere. We're everywhere, man. You'll find us. So get to know us. (laughs)